Hey folks, I'm attorney Andrew Branco with Law Self-Defense, and today's topic is, did Denver shooter of right-wing protester just get away with murder? In what some might suspect was an opportunistically timed news dump this past Friday, Denver District Attorney Beth McCann announced that she was dropping second-degree murder charges initially brought against Matthew Daloff over the October 10th, 2020 political rally-related shooting, Death of Lee Keltner, as reported in the Denver Post this past Friday. Before we jump into that, I do want to mention our sponsor of today's content, which is CCW Safe, a provider of legal service memberships, what many people mistakenly call self-defense insurance. In effect, CCW Safe promises to pay its members legal expenses if the member is involved in a use of force event. I've looked at all the companies that offer this kind of service, and I found that CCW Safe is by far the best fit for me. I am personally a member. My wife, Emily, is personally a member. Whether they're the best fit for you is something only you can decide, but I do urge you to take a look at what they have to offer by pointing your browser to lawofselfdefense.com slash CCW Safe. And if you do decide to become a member there, you can save 10% off your first year of membership using the discount code L-O-S-D-10, that's L-O-S-D for Law of Self-Defense and the number 10 at that URL, lawofselfdefense.com slash CCWSafe. So Lee Keltner at this protest on October 10th, 2020, was reportedly protesting from the right side of the political spectrum, whereas Matthew Daloff reportedly has ties to Antifa and other left-wing organizations. I wrote extensively on this shooting shortly after it occurred, in these two blog posts, which I'll temporarily make open access, they're normally locked down for Law of Self-Defense members, I'll link to those in the text version of today's content. In those two blog posts, I largely explain the relevant legal concepts and Colorado-specific law that would apply to a use-of-force analysis in this instance, or really any similar use-of-force event within Colorado. That includes an exploration of Colorado self-defense law explained using our own five elements of self-defense framework. You can get our free infographic on the five elements of self-defense at lawofselfdefense.com slash elements, as well as explained how self-defense as a legal justification could have been lost by Doloff, by Keltner, or by both men. Now, one remarkable facet of this event is that the actual culminating moments in the confrontation were captured frame by frame by a local news photographer. That sequence of photos would seem to provide more than sufficient probable cause for District Attorney McCann to have tested Dallas' claim of self-defense at trial. By the way, you can find that entire sequence of photos at the Denver Post. I'll include a link to that in the text version of today's content. In today's content, I use only four of the many photos and strictly for purposes of commentary and criticism. Now, one notable early photograph, it's photograph number 2633. The timestamp is 3.36.52 in the afternoon. Of the confrontation between Dolloff and Keltner shows Keltner delivering an open-handed slap to Dolloff's face as Dolloff's own hands are extended at Keltner. At this point, Keltner is holding a can of bear spray in his right hand pointed towards the sidewalk. That slap by Keltner is delivered with sufficient force to knock Dallas' head around beneath his ball cap. Nevertheless, it would clearly seem to be a blow best characterized as non-deadly in nature. That is one not likely to inflict death or serious bodily injury. 
Absent some aggravating circumstances, such as Keltner following up with a sustained series of blows, Daloff would at most be privileged to defend against further similar attack with non-deadly defensive force. In the next second, 3.36.53, the following series of photographs show Keltner maintaining his distance from Daloff and indeed moving his weight and body further from Daloff. The can of bear spray remains pointed towards the ground and is moved further from Daloff rather than closer. A sustained attack or an intended eminent use of the bear spray by Keltner cannot reasonably be perceived in these actions. Still, within that same second, however, Daloff has clearly made the decision to deploy deadly force against the no longer aggressive Keltner. We can infer this intent from Daloff initiating the presentation of his pistol from its AIWB appendix in the waistband carrying position as was concealed by Daloff's button-down shirt. The initial steps of this presentation are obvious to a trained individual in photograph number 2640. Still at timestamp 33653, Dallas' left hand grips and begins to raise the concealing shirt as his right hand reaches to grip the pistol in his front waistband. As this is occurring, Keltner is neither advancing, raising his bear spray, or otherwise engaging in aggressive conduct. Certainly, if I were to observe Dalov's conduct from someone acting aggressively towards me, I would reasonably infer that they are in the process of presenting a deadly weapon at me. That this is so in this confrontation between Keltner and Dalov is affirmed in the very next photograph, number 2641, still in timestamp 33653, as Dalov progresses through the presentation of his pistol from its AIWB position and his raised shirt exposes spare magazines for that pistol. Note the red areas in this photograph. In that same photo, we can begin to see Keltner begin to raise his can of bear spray for the first time in his right hand. It would seem reasonable to infer that he has realized that Dalov has begun presenting a deadly force threat, a pistol, in response to what was arguably Keltner's early initiation of non-deadly force, the open-handed slap. Nowhere in the United States, including in Colorado, is deadly defensive force, a pistol, permitted to be used against a threat that is at best reasonably perceived as mere non-deadly force, a slap, at least outside the context of defense of highly defensible property, such as one's home, uh, or some specialized application of a statutory provision, context that's not relevant in this case. It would seem, then, that Daloff going to his gun in response to Keltner's earlier slap, in the absence of any further ongoing aggression by Keltner, would constitute an excessive and disproportional use of defensive force under the circumstances, losing Daloff the element of proportionality required for a valid claim of self-defense, and therefore losing Daloff the legal justification of self-defense entirely. Only after Daloff has obviously begun to present his pistol at Keltner does Keltner begin to trigger the bear spray towards Daloff, as shown in the very next photograph, 2652. Now, finally, at the next second, at timestamp 336.54, this would apparently be a lawful, if ineffective, effort to throw off Daloff's aim by distracting him with the cloud of irritant spray coming at him. Note that at the moment this photograph is taken, Daloff has already fired the fatal shot as the slide on his pistol is in the process of cycling. Indeed, if you look closely, you can see the just ejected brass 
hovering just above the pistol. At this point, the fight is effectively over as the mortally wounded Keltner drops instantly to the ground and Dolloff is promptly arrested by rifle-armed police present for the rally. While there are certainly self-defense arguments that could be made here on behalf of Dolloff, and I've outlined many of those in the blog posts I link in the text version of today's content, there would seem little doubt that Denver DA McCann has more than enough evidence in these photographs alone to amount to the probable cause needed to take Dolov to trial on that initial charge of second-degree murder, if not some lesser-included charge such as manslaughter. Instead, D.A. McCann has chosen not to try Dolov on any charge, whatever, with respect to his shooting dead of Lee Keltner. Now, prosecutors in America are given enormous discretion in deciding what cases to take to trial and what cases to pass on. Ideally, such decisions are based on the actual legal merits of the case. Too often, such decisions are based on the political inclinations of the prosecutor. While no prosecutor is bound by the decisions of some other prosecutor in some other jurisdiction in the context of some other use of force event, it's noteworthy that cases such as that of George Zimmerman, Kyle Rittenhouse, and Curtis Reeves were all very aggressively prosecuted with far less legal merit than exist in the shooting death of Lee Keltner by Matthew Doloff on October 10th, 2020. Each of those aggressively prosecuted cases appropriately resulted in complete acquittals on all charges, the correct legal outcome given that the cases lacked even the probable cause that is theoretically required to go to trial in the first place, much less evidence beyond a reasonable doubt that the use of force in question was anything other than lawful self-defense. In the case of Dolov's shooting of Keltner, we see a use of force event in which there is substantial evidence contrary to any claim of self-defense justification by Dolov. And yet this Denver DA has elected to announce last Friday that she is dropping any consideration of charging Dolov with any offense whatever. I obviously don't have the ability to read the mind of DA Beth McCann. I don't know whether her decision to not prosecute Dolov was based on politics rather than legal merit. I do know this, however. Elect politically motivated prosecutors and don't be surprised when you get politically motivated prosecutorial decision-making. Okay, folks, that wraps it up for me on the shooting of Lee Keltner by Matthew Dolloff, at least for the time being. Until we next meet up, remember, if you carry a gun so you're hard to kill, that's why I carry a gun, so I'm hard to kill, my family is hard to kill, then you also owe it to yourself and your family to make sure you know the law so you're hard to convict. Until next time, I remain Attorney Andrew Branca for Law of Self-Defense. Stay safe.